Hello everyone. What's babbling? This is psychological or sorry, this is psychobabbles with Miranda and Lauren. And this is the podcast from my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I'm learning and Lauren responds with her own thoughts. If I have any. If she has any. She's getting ready for bed right now. Um so if she sounds really muffled, it's because she's in the bathroom. Um, with the door open. With the door open so she can hear everything. Um, but yeah, um, this is episode 59 and it's the last episode that will have new content in unit 10. That's crazy. I know. So crazy. Uh, the next episode will be a review episode and those ones suck. I hate to be, to like spoil it or not encourage you guys to listen to review episodes. If you're listening to any episodes. Yeah, if you're listening to any episodes, but like, yeah, the review episodes kind of suck. But again, I need to get to 84, so we include them. Um, anyways, we'll just be going over judgment and decision, decision making on the internet, which is the theme of this unit. Um, and then even further specifying what we're talking about is the three heuristics, which are mental rules of thumb that guide our judgment. I don't know what a heuristic is. Okay, well, I had to define it for maybe the people that didn't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and maybe your mom if she gets this far. But I imagine your mom also knows what a heuristic is. Probably. Yeah. But anyway, um, those we're going to talk about three heuristics of decision making and how they play out online. Which evidence actually shows is not that different from the way we make decisions in person. Um, so right off the bat, we'll start with number one, which is representative. And this is our tendency to think that one aspect of something represents the entire thing. Mm. Um, so, for example, when it comes to rating things online, uh, users look to star ratings. And in these cases, anything below about a three is good. Anything below or not? Three? Sorry, not anything below. Anything around a three is good. Any be- Anything below a three is seen as bad. There you go. Four is okay. And five just means the product is amazing. It's the best thing that I ever bought, Susan. Yeah, exactly. So people will be more inclined to buy it. Um, But yeah, so we think these star ratings represent the quality of the product. But there is a lot of room for error when we make these mental shortcuts, okay? So for example, reviews are typically only left by people who really love... I tried to... (laughs) She's had a toothbrush in her mouth. Peep the last episode. I don't think no, two episodes ago. Dang, I'm so ahead. You're so ahead. You're I'm so ahead. You're so behind. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to roast me. But yeah, okay. So Lauren said it like almost word for word two episodes ago. Um, but yeah, so reviews are te- typically only left by people who really loved or just absolutely hated the product. But that leaves out the opinions of people who felt it did its job. And it was, like, fine. Like, they didn't really think much of it. It just, like, did its job. Um, And this means that the rating can be drastically skewed, either high or low. So people may think it's way better or way worse than it actually is. Um, And also, there really is no product that is a perfect five. Uh, So really, the only reason something would have a perfect five is because there aren't enough votes to bring the score down or, like, average it out. Um, And so, again, this means the product may not actually be properly represented but we believe it is 
Um, and this also relates to real-life things, because like I said before, like, if evidence shows that these heuristics match or, like, are kind of the same in our real-life judgment as our online judgment is. And so, like, in something like stocks, where people are more likely to buy into companies that have seen recent spikes in their, like, success or whatever, I don't participate in stocks, but, like, they're more likely to buy into companies that have recent spikes because they think that that represents the success of their company. But really, it's, like, what you have to look at all of their reports all of the evidence to like determine whether it's a good investment to make instead of just representing it off the most recent spike in sales or whatever it spikes in i don't know um yeah the second heuristic is availability which is the salience of an idea why is it a spider it looks like a spider web yeah yeah let's keep going sorry um availability which is the salience of an idea or an event and basically this is just if it's more available then we tend to overestimate how likely it is to occur and this creates a lot of bias um and so in terms of the inner in terms of the internet this can play out a lot in our social networks and like deciding how we act ourselves interesting yeah so for example if on instagram you're seeing a lot of your friends drinking alcohol you may overestimate the amount of teenagers who actually drink alcohol. Um, you're posting you drinking alcohol on Instagram. Okay, no. So the example. Mm, I think we gotta. I gotta. I think we gotta reel it back to that one episode where it's like, <laughs> why post this stuff on your social media? Yeah. So actually, the example from the article was Facebook, but I felt like that was really outdated because it was talking about teenagers, and like I know like you, like some people. I use Facebook are on facebook yeah that's what i'm saying but also like i just feel like more teenagers more young kids are on instagram and like more likely to post on instagram i post all my stuff for my family to see yeah so they make sure i'm still alive anyways that's (coughs) completely off topic yeah and so in terms again of the availability because all of this data like seeing all these people drink alcohol like you think that more people drink alcohol than the actual amount of people do yeah so then you're more likely to want to drink alcohol because you just believe everyone does it it's the most like available thing in your head you know um and so like this is just our tendency to think that whatever is the easiest to recall is the best source to make a decision based off of um even though that's not necessarily true um and we're just gonna keep chugging along so we're gonna move on to the third one but first i'm gonna ask lauren a question okay so the average number of hairs on our head is 120,000, okay? Wrong. How many hairs do you think are on your head, specifically? Say that one more time. The average, the average like, number if of... If you take all the heads out in the world and divide it evenly, it says, that is the average head of hair. The average number of hairs on our head is 120,000. I think How I... How many hairs do you think are on your head? That's just a stupid question, but I think it's more. Okay, how many? I don't know, slightly above. <laughs> Actually, no, I have pretty thick hair, so. I would say I think my number would be way higher. And I'm also not bald, so. Yeah. And my hair's not thinning, so. I would say probably, what is it, 120,000? Probably yeah. like 127,000. Okay, okay. Actually, 7,000 is not a lot when you think about it. Like, hair's pretty tiny. Yeah. 
But if you think about it, like, you have... Who actively count? Somebody had to come up with that number, Miranda. Somebody had to sit there and be a little <laughs> monkey to somebody else's head and be like, one, two, you think? three. And then they're like, Carrie, don't interrupt me. I'm going to start all over. I'm this at 97,000 right now. This sounds terrible, but this is the first thing that came to my head, like, as you explain it. But I can just see someone, like, like, what? what's the term where you, like, give consent for your body to be used after death? <laughs> And imagine well, someone like just, like, have... plucking the hairs off a dead person <laughs> to, like, count how many hairs <laughs> And then the average. I don't think they'll tell you about it. Probably not. Especially but since you would It's for science. Like, I know. That would only... If you're donating your body for science. Yeah, but a lot of people don't do that. Oh, um, well, I don't know. I'm just like, saying if. The UW-Madison department got, like, only 100 bodies last year, and they had to distribute them to all the oh. schools in the state. Hmm. Dang. So it's not a lot. I mean, I have my... Because it's also My very, organs can be used if I die. That's the thing, is that either they go towards medical research, or they're donors, or they want to be cremated, or, like, buried with all those body parts. Mm. I mean, you're not using them anymore. Well, a lot of people, I saw a video the other day of, like, moral dilemma, Mm -hmm. like, this 12-year-old kid's gonna die, but this old person who's, like, dying of, like, natural causes doesn't want to give away, like, a body part to him. Mm. Moral dilemma. True. Even though the kid would, like, if he's a donor. Like, if the kid would survive. Yeah. If he got... Like, but I mean, once you've died, I mean, like donating for research well, after guess, you've died. But also too, like I guess, like the whole thing is like people sometimes have, well, not sometimes people do have like religious beliefs. Mm, they have to have, which I think is the big thing, where it's like you need to have like your entire entire body to be able to go somewhere, do something, or do something in your religion. I don't want to mm. like, yeah, say what is what. Because like, see, that's where it's like I'm not educated yeah. enough to make that well, call because I don't know anything about. Well, apparently, because my grandma was, like, really religious, like, she went to, like, church, and they spoke, like, Latin and stuff like that, Mm. but, um, like, when she was cremated, like, they had to be very careful with it, because they could not lose a speck of her ash, or else she wouldn't, something wouldn't be able to happen. I see. Okay. So, it's like, maybe that's what they're... (laughs) Sorry, where were we? (laughs) I keep talking and I don't remember where the beginning was. Yeah, so anyway, you think 120,000 hairs are on your head. No, 127,000. What did I say? Because I thought I was above average. Did I say 127? <laughs> I said 127,000 and the average is 120,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this leads to our final point, mm-hmm. which is anchoring and adjustment. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, so this is where we make estimates of something's value based on, like, an initial value or, like, an anchor. Stuck in your ways. Yeah, and then adjusting that value up or down. Mm -hmm. And so this can be another shortcut, like, representative that leads to a lot of mistakes. So the real-life example they gave was someone asks you how many hairs are on your head. And if you're told the average is 120,000, then you're likely to base your own number off of that. Okay, you know what's funny, Miranda, (laughs) is that you told me... Oh, it's 127. I said, no, okay, we gotta roll back the tape. We need to roll back the tape because you said 120,000 hairs on your head. And I said, false. Yeah, that is not true. Well, I don't know if it's true or not, but I did like look up on Google. And again, I didn't fact check, so I actually don't yeah. know how reliable well, okay, this is. But also, it's like not. But you're, re- you're phrasing the question because you want the answer to be like 
like no so i'm just saying that because based on it like if someone gives a base value then people are more likely to make the so like i said uh the whole yeah, point when you're like no like, listen oh, listen it's, it's 120,000 do you think you're higher or lower so, than see, the 120 like it's literally no, uh, i said you. i said the average is 120,000 how many hairs do you think are on your head <laughs> but anyway you're just like again i used you as an example because again i have the script <laughs> But also, when you're setting somebody else, so it's, when you're no. setting somebody up, when you're setting somebody up for it, but like it's, it's showing. But see, so it's showing how easy it is for our judgment to be swayed, essentially. Because what I yeah, found online, you, you something like that, it yeah. says, well, according to Bauman Medical, which wasn't part of my assignment, it was something I found Did on they Google. Have a source. Um. Well, it says it's from 2014, so it's probably wrong. But anyway. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, is there a source to it, Miranda? Did you do your source checking? Bauman. Honestly, Miranda, I don't trust anything that you say anymore. <laughs> this one says, if you or someone you know has hair loss, hair thing. <laughs> Sounds like clickbait, Miranda. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so this was just a number I pulled up. But anyway, um, it's, it's close enough to all the other ones. Okay, well, this one's like Harvard University, EDU. Okay, um... Yeah, Harvard University says the exact same thing as the source I found, okay? Um, it's saying that redheads have an average of 90,000 no, hairs. I am not a redhead, so. You very much look like a redhead. No, okay. Okay, people listening back at home, you associate redheads as redheads, correct? Because I am a brown head with red tinge. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I see I, red. No, Miranda, I'm, I'm going to pull up redhead for you okay well i think there are different phases of redhead redhead no we're going back to stereotyping okay okay we're going back to stereotyping so you can say you're excluded from redheads yeah that sounds like some internalized i googled redhead person Mm -hmm. boom yeah that's not me man it's a little brighter than yours but i do think you're redhead that's way brighter I think you're redhead. A lot of other people think you're redhead, too. No. Well, they're not redheads, so they shouldn't. The only, you know what's really funny is that redheads, I know, are like, yeah, Lauren, you're not a redhead. So I only take information from redheads, who are actual redheads, who've experienced mm. well, stereotyping anyway. of redheads. Okay, well, we can look at other numbers, too. So but what that said is that redheads have an average of 90,000 hairs on their head. Um, so error of judgment, maybe. This Actually, Harvard is also saying that brown-haired people have, on average, 110,000 hairs. So still, you overshot it. Okay, but time out. Because then on blonde average, people... There's, that means there's people way above and way below. No, I'm not saying that, like, whatever. Hair. I'm just saying that still, you still prove that you use the... that I don't like anything that's on the internet. <laughs> but also, like, you just proved that you, you used 100... Like, right off the bat, you used 120,000. Because you gave it to me! That's what I'm saying! So, okay, so now the real-life example. Here we go. That was a just whatever. No, you got the answer you want. Anchoring and adjustment. This can be found in package deals online, okay? So say you have a base deal, a basic deal that's $59, okay? Then there's a premium deal with like way more included in it that's $125. But then there's a premium plus, which has even more to offer, but is also $125. So what they found is that more consumers are likely to pick premium plus because they believe it has the most value for what it costs because it costs the same as the premium package but it has more included in it 
Still part of the package. Save your money. Yeah. See, and the reason I didn't ask you is which which one you'd pick is because I know we're both broke college students, so we both would be like, well, if I had to pick one, I'd pick the basic plan. I, would, I just wouldn't pick one. What's yeah. the plan for? No, I'm saying, like, if it, it's just saying, like, a deal. A generic a deal. A generic deal. I just wouldn't do that. No, but I'm saying, like, if you had to pick there one. There is no deal. Okay, I'm saying, but that's why I did Okay, see, you're proving again. This is why I didn't ask you the question about this one, because I knew you'd say either you wouldn't buy it or you'd pick According the cheapest one. According to Quora.com, everyone has about 50,000 pair of college bills. So. Why are you with Quora? Quora. Because, because I'm getting my sources from every source. <laughs> okay, well, the one I am averaging the numbers. Okay, well, the one that I ended up coming from, I ended up actually looking at the numbers for, was Harvard University, which came off of bionumbers.hms.harvard.edu. And it says blonde, one hundred fifty thousand. Brown, one hundred ten thousand. Black, hundred thousand. Redhead, ninety thousand. Okay, but um, their primary sources were from the nineteen hundreds. So really? Yeah, I wouldn't trust that anymore. Dang. Yeah. See references for primary sources: nineteen ninety seven, nineteen sixty four, nineteen sixty seven. Well, that's a lot of different ranges, so if the average hasn't also, been changing. But also, like, think about, like, hair products, genetics, everything that played a factor. Mm. Like, Either way, that literally, the number of hairs on your head does not matter. It was just showing that you took the 120,000. That you gave me. But see, on the internet, they give you numbers all the time. Because yeah, if you're looking at a package deal. If you would let me Google it myself, I would look it up on different websites as I'm doing But right you now. don't... But, Again, that's not what the access was on here. And I'm saying, like, you see it everywhere. Like, there are times where you are unconsciously looking at it, and we unconsciously anchor and adjust. What do you mean? Like, like when you look at these package deals, like, I do it all the time where I think – I even told, like, a personal story where I live for a good sale. Like, if we're at Target, and there's a shirt, and it's, like, 50% or more off. It's, like, yeah, I don't desperately be, need that shirt. It's still be $15. Again, but, yeah, but I'm anchoring and adjusting it. I'm comparing it to what the normal price was. And it's 50% off, and it's normally, like, $30. Then I look at it, I'm, like, oh, $15 is a steal compared to the $30 that it initially was. Yeah. You know? And so, like, unconsciously, I'm comparing it to that initial anchor price. You know? So you're saying, like, oh, look at that box of Lucky Charms. It's half off, but it's still more expensive than the generic brand. Yeah, but, but it's, but then in your head, you're like, well, this is my chance to buy the Lucky Charms. It's still because it's, yeah, but again, it's like, well, if you look at the normal price, you're like, well, this is what it normally is. And now it's like, okay, it's half off. So this is my example of that. No, I can bring it. I can bring up a prime example of that, which happened like four days ago. Miranda and I, along with Brian and Haley, were perusing through the aisles at Target and we stumbled upon the Talenti ice cream, which was $4.99 for one little pint. And we're like, dang, it's on sale. That means we have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was on sale for like a dollar. No, it was like a dollar off. It was, yeah, it was on sale yeah, for. It was originally $5.99. No, yeah, so it was on sale by a dollar. Yeah. Because yeah. normally they're like by almost six dollars yeah, and they so were that was, that was it was like a so again joke. prime example the anchoring number so yeah you're trying to joke. you're trying but to also, like, dispute me to here fair, but to be fair that's been something we've had our eye on for a very very long that's time. what i'm saying so like you say you love lucky charms and you never buy them because they're too expensive the and suddenly is, they're half off but also Miranda, you're gonna be like this is my time but the thing is also we went into target saying we were gonna buy it without seeing that there was a sale true it true. just further confirmed that we just had to yeah, yeah, yeah. We were already doing five. So then again, so, like I said, with the fifty nine 
basic deal, the premium deal for 125 and then the premium plus for 125 yeah, Consumer, yeah, we're almost done. That dragged on way more because you decided to argue again. Yeah, because your reasoning is so weird. Anyway, <laughs> it's psychology, okay? Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, more consumers are likely to pick premium plus because they believe it has the most value for what it costs. I don't want to know what the premium plus Yeah, is but if you have just basic and premium offered, then most people pick the basic option because in this in this scenario the middle plan acts as the anchor because uh we judge how much value is with within the other two plans based on the middle one Mm -hmm. so when you have that anchor that's 125 dollars and then you have the one that's higher comes with more stuff and it's the same price you're like oh well then i'm getting more Mm -hmm. for like the same price as this one so it's all just psychology dude yeah i'm tired though okay that's okay we're at the end Lauren's gotta go to bed. Because I already told my story about how much I love a good Everybody sale. have a great night. I will try to. Yeah. Um, I have my... Okay, Professor, if you're listening to this right now, I have my poster symposium for um, my biology class. If you want to stop by and say hi. Okay, well, I'm um, it will to... be from 6.30 till 8 o'clock, and I'm slot 129. Again, my name is Lauren. You should know that by now. And <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Also, I'm turning this in after her presentation, so if you're not there, then we'll be disappointed. Very disappointed. Yeah. Well, you won't be there because you'll be doing this. Well, maybe I'll be there. It depends <gasps> on how far I get there. My like, parents, are, on my parents don't get. know where they're going. Okay. Wait, where is it? Union South? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on how far I get on this. Maybe you're really far because they believe in you. Yeah, maybe I maybe can Maybe they'll call... bring us a treat. Well, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so my sister doesn't have something, which means I can record with her, which I do. So well, maybe if I get really far, I'll go. Well, they're not going to stay the entire time. They're going to get there, like, right away. No, I know, but I have time before your presentation. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, if I record Okay, I bye! <laughs> Cue the music! This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding. You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)